You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Edgework's Nebula. The hit mobile game, Terra Genesis, was all about taking a new world and bringing it to life over time, from a barren wasteland to a verdant paradise. But before we can achieve a new Earth, humans must first learn to adapt and survive in those original, inhospitable climates. Extreme temperatures, unbearable pressure, and storms of dust or geomagnetic pulses unlike anything ever experienced before. We must withstand all of it if we are to make new homes for humanity. Those first moments, the first rockets, the first settlements, the first sunrises and sunsets will be critical not only to our future as a spacefaring species, but our ultimate survival in this universe. Before our giant leap comes our first small steps. Before we etch our story into the echelons of time in a new world, we must first bear witness to its magnificent emptiness. Before we make history, we must first make landfall. Available on iOS and Android. Hey, Molly. Hey, Max. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Are we going to do this in ASMR? I think that'd be a good idea. Okay. Do you know what ASMR stands for? I don't know. I, I'm not going to pretend I do. <laughs> I thought for a second that I would. I thought for a second I would give myself the moment, but I really I can't. I love it. Um, okay, I have an awesome topic to teach you about today, and I'm really well, excited. hit it to me because right. I am ready to learn. Okay, are you ready for your first factoid to guess? If I told you that I was actually born to be guessing these, would you believe me? Absolutely not. First clue. 22 of these start with the letter C. (laughs) Spooky. Um, I'm thinking of a brand of shoe. Oh. I don't know. Okay. But now that I can't think of one that starts with a C. Clark's. Yeah, you're right, Clark's. That's a nice brand for your shoe. Today's episode of The Scientific Melody, brought to you by Molly and Max, is brought to you by Clark's. Good for your soul. Both of them. Oh, snap, crackle. Mm -mm. Uh, There is the pop. (laughs) Second clue for guessing. Okay, okay. They are always there, whether you can see them or not. <laughs> oh, these are germs. Yeah, these are okay, germs. That's a good guess based on that clue, but you're wrong. It's not it. Get this. I know what this Third is already. And f- Do you really? Yeah. Well, you're supposed bugs. to guess. Little tiny bugs. Oh, no, that's not it. Yeah, okay. no, you're very, very way off. <laughs> um, bugs honestly couldn't have been the most uncorrect answer Uncorrect. Incorrect. Okay, yeah, incorrect. Okay, incorrect. third clue <laughs> for guessing. Currently, there are only 88 that exist. Okay. So okay. Okay. 22 start with the letter C. You're hitting me with a lot of numbers here. <laughs> They're always there whether you can see them or not, but there's only 88 that exist. Ah. Ah. Oh, this has to be some sort of a star or a planet. Now, I know there are only eight planets in you, our solar system. Oh, Molly. But there are more than 88 stars in the night sky. Up. <gasps> you're heating up, Am I Molly. heating up like a meteor shower? Oh, Molly, you're heating up. <laughs> Am I heating up like an asteroid? Nope. Or Am a I meteor shower. I heard that too. Nope. Like nope. a... Nope. <gasps> I know it. What is it? I know you know. What is it? 
I don't know it. I have oh, no really? idea. Oh, no, I don't man, know I it. I really thought you were about I to guess. I was on to it. I was on to it. Oh, Galaxy. Oh, man. That's a They're good all... guess, but it's not right. <gasps> okay, wait, wait. Let me just try two more. Let me try two more. Let me let me give you one more hint, and I'll give you... It's a it's an additional... It's like a, it's like a tag to the last clue. Okay. So there's only 88, mm-hmm. but depending on where you are and what time it is... All 88 are essentially visible. You can see all 88, just not at the same time. Is this the Northern Lights? No, but that's another good guess. Oh, I don't know what it is, Max. I don't know what it is. I'm so excited, yes. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Tell me, tell me now. Um, Okay. Constellations. Boom! Oh, my gosh. It's a scientific melody. It's the scientific melody. I basically said it because isn't a group of stars in a formed shape that we know that's always in the same spot a constellation? Do you want to know the first thing I wrote down on my notes right here? Is Ready? it what, exactly a what I said? A constellation is a group of visible stars that form a pattern we can see right here on Earth. That's exactly what I said. I actually <laughs> am Google. The, people call me Molly, but actually I, I am Google. I have never once called you Molly except for the intro of these episodes. Every other time I've ever seen you in my life, I call you Google. I'm sorry. I don't know the answer to that. Do I Go- sound like Google, her? Google, stop. Oh, sorry. Was that you? My bad. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That, I, I, sometimes I fall back into character. I love it. So, yes, constellations. So, a constellation is a group of visible stars that form patterns, and we can see them from our backyard. You know which one I'd love to pick out? Which one? I'll give you a hint. It starts with a big, and it ends with a dipper. The Big Dipper? The Big Dipper. Yeah. I like I'm that gonna one a lot. That one. I'm going to mention that one. Oh, I'll let you go ahead. So constellations can form pretty much any type of thing. An animal, a mythical creature, a man, mm-hmm. a woman, or even inanimate objects like clocks and crowns and even a microscope. Isn't that weird? So I know the pressing question that we already have the answer to is, well, how many constellations are there? Do you remember? 88. Perfect. Yeah. So in 1922, the sky was divided into 88 different constellations. The cool thing, though, is that 48 of these constellations, so 48 of the 88, Hmm. were actually already created and decided by the Greek astronomer Ptolemy. I don't know. Is that how you say it? Ptolemy. I think so. Ptolemy. You don't say the P? That's disappointing. I I think it's, yeah, I think think it's disappointing. Because <laughs> of the silent P. Because of the silent P. I got it. Uh, so, you can see different constellations in something called a star map. That makes <gasps> sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> okay, yes. I have a question at the end, but yes. Okay, perfect. So, star maps are exactly what they sound like. It is a map of all of the stars in the sky that we can see from right here on Earth, and then the patterns that form from those brightest stars in the sky. I think I got a map of the stars the last time I was on a Hollywood tour bus. Close, but not quite the same thing. Okay. Um, but I bet if we, I bet we could make constellations out of the Hollywood star map. And oh. be like, Leonardo DiCaprio's house is obviously the North Star. <laughs> oh, right? my God. Don't we know it? Don't we know it? He should have won the Oscar so many years before. Thank you. Thank you all so very much. I okay, know. now, Molly, I know what you're thinking. I... I'm wondering if my brain is just being really loud right now because I know you know. So just tell me. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, how can we see a constellation if it's on the other side of the Earth? And that's what I'm saying and wondering every night before bed. Yeah, exactly. Well, the short answer is we can't. 
Oh, <laughs> roasted. So obviously not every single constellation is visible from one spot on Earth because the Earth is even always moving. So that wouldn't <gasps> even be possible. That's right. That's so, it moves so fast, by the way. Like like real fast. Like we should be falling off of our chair, but yeah, but good thing for gravity. Like, so star maps are great because they're usually divided up by the different hemispheres of the Earth. So the, you know, the western hemisphere, the eastern hemisphere, and that's how you can know, well, what constellations can I see from where I am? Now, the crazy thing is that that does change. Seasons can affect this, the time of day can affect this. It, it, there's so many different things that can affect which constellations are visible from Earth. Kind of like my seasonal allergies. Exactly like your seasonal allergies. <laughs> like if I was in China, I wouldn't see your seasonal allergies. You wouldn't see them. I'd be sneezing, but you wouldn't but see them. But if I'm right here, well, I can see it. <laughs> yeah, all over you. <laughs> wow, interesting. So there are some constellations that you and I probably have never seen because we live in the U.S. of A. Probably, yeah. Wow. Uh, Molly, I want to know how many constellations you can name. Okay, okay. Orion's Belt. Okay. Ursa Major. Whoa, okay, good one. Do you Ursa know what Ursa Minor? Major is? It's the bigger one of the two Ursas. But do you know what it is? It's Jupiter. <laughs> nope. Nope, don't know it. <laughs> okay, Don't carry know on. it. Yeah, I want to so know, you, though. Okay, so far you've named Orion's Belt and Ursa Major. And then we've got Ursa Minor. Correct. We got the Big Dipper. We got the Little Dipper. Okay. We've got the Microscope. <laughs> okay. Cool. So you've named six. You named the Big Dipper, the Little Dipper, Ursa Major, Ursa Minor, Orion's Belt, and the Microscope. Do you know how many constellations you've actually called out? Three. Three? Yeah. So the Microscope, Ursa Major, and Ursa Minor. Wait a minute. What about Crazy Orion's ride? Belt and the Big Dipper? What are they? Yeah. Yeah. So what are they? A couple fun facts. Smaller patterns found within a constellation are called asterisms <gasps> i've never heard of that ever in my life right? i've heard of asteroid yeah me too <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah so am i yeah so yeah so little so smaller patterns within an actual constellation are called asterisms so the big dipper is actually part of the constellation ursa major wow. which is why it's the big dipper the little dipper is actually part of Ursa Minor. Correct. Wow. And Orion's wow. belt, predictably, is part of... Santa Claus's pants. I mean, not quite, but close. <laughs> Orion's belt is actually part of the constellation Orion. Oh. Yeah, I guess it would, make, yeah, it would make sense that he wore his own pants. Yeah. So the Big Dipper, the Little Dipper, and Orion's belt are all examples of asterisms. Cool, right? Very cool. I'm going to add that. Um, I, well, first of all, <laughs> don't let me forget. That's a new wrinkle on my brain. <laughs> but I'm going to add that to my back pocket of vocab because I don't know any. I've never in my life heard that before. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So some of the most famous constellations, obviously, we've mentioned Orion, and he's got that super sweet belt that we all know. Yes. Um, we mentioned Ursa Major, which is where the Big Dipper is. Um, we've also mentioned Ursa Minor, where the Little Dipper is. Mm -hmm. But there's also other really famous ones like Pegasus, which is oh named after the horse from Greek mythology that could fly around. And yes, I yes, think yes. in the Disney movie Hercules. Hercules, he's so cute. Was his owner or something like that. Yeah. There's also constellations on all 13 zodiacs. 
zodiac signs. Molly, what's I knew your that. Sign? I did know that. I should have answered that, man. I'm a Scorpio. Ooh, of course yeah. you are. Oh, you're Don't such really a Scorpio. Don't relate too much to a Scorpio, though, you know? What is your sign? Wait, you, you're a September birthday. You're a Virgo. I am. Yeah. Yes, yes. And a Virgo is like a very organized, which totally makes sense oh, for you, Max, because you are very, very organized. I am pretty organized. I try to be. Yeah. Yes. But fun fact, did you know that Ursa Major is Latin for larger bear? Wow, that's really Ursa cute. Which is why Ursa Major is a bear. <gasps> That's super cute, and and I like that you said that as if I knew Ursa Major was a bear, and I didn't. Until now that you say that, I remember now seeing that constellation like, Crazy, in a right? book. Yeah. So naturally, if Ursa Major means larger bear in Latin, then Ursa Minor means... Smaller bear. Exactly correct. Cute. Isn't that funny? I literally yeah, wrote, cute. how cute is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's really cute. So there's a bunch of really, really cool facts about constellations, but I was learning this and I thought this was super interesting. So in ancient times, people actually used constellations to help tell time. And that's how some of the first calendars were created. I did know about this, but now I don't know how it works. Well, because of the rotation of the earth and because constellations will show up periodically over and over again, People in ancient times basically just memorized the patterns and started Amazing. documenting those patterns, wow. and that became our modern calendar. Wow, wow, wow. The minds, before there were all of these technologies to look things up, your mind was just like moving and grooving. So speaking, that's like the perfect segue, and you don't even realize it. Uh -oh. Another thing people used constellations for was to navigate. Wow. So before Siri could tell me how to get to the Ralph's grocery store. You were looking at Ursa Major. Exactly what I wrote down. <gasps> but yeah, so before Siri could tell me that to get to Ralph's, I just need to take a left on Russell, and then it's like right around the corner. I could just look up to the sky, find the North Star, know that that's part of Ursa Major, and I could know how to get to the grocery store so I could buy my, my fruits and my vegetables your fruits and, and your, my pro proteins, your produce. Your produce. produce. Very interesting. Um, I have a couple more fun facts, and then we can wrap on. this one up. Like a uh, Christmas so the present. Word, woo, so the word constellation comes from the Latin term that literally means set of stars. Wow. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Pretty cool. I thought Latin was hard, but apparently it's like very, very obvious. <laughs> the Latin roots always sound exactly like yeah, what the thing is. Exactly like the definition. Someone uh, who studies Latin is listening to this like, little do they yeah, know. Yeah, these... Oh, 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 they'll be getting a strongly worded review. In Latin. And then I think I mentioned all the other fun facts, like the smaller patterns are called asterisms. 22 constellations start with the letter C. They're always visible whether you can see them or not. And there's 88 total constellations. Do you know, uh, could you name me three of the C constellations? Capricorn is one. <laughs> Cassiopeia. Oh, I knew that one. Centaurus. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Cepheus. That sounds like something you got to go to the doctor for. <laughs> uh, Capricorn, Cancer, Canis Major, Canis Minor. I guess it's Capricornus is technically the constellation. Chameleon. There's Ooh. lots. Columba. Columba. <laughs> yeah, Crater. Crux. Shiny bright patterns in the sky Different shapes like people and animals 
Nebula, 